This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope that y'all are doing great this week. Um, today, I am back with another um, key to consistency. Th- this series of episodes that I've been doing is covering the things that we can do to support being consistent in keeping up with the good habits that we've started or in the good habits that we've been doing so that we don't quit and so that that consistency builds over time in a way that really benefits us over the long term. So what is today's key to consistency? Well, today I'm going to talk about getting rid of procrastination. So when we procrastinate, um, we are not supporting being consistent. Um, so what that means is, you know, looking at when you decide to start on a habit that you know will improve you across decades. If you know today that there's this one little thing that if you could just start doing it every day, all sorts of things would fall into place for you. Well, what is the benefit of putting it off till tomorrow? What's the benefit of waiting? Because really there isn't any, you know, there's this, there's, first of all, we get a bit of energy kind of from, from this thing, like that's similar to kind of momentum in our habits. If we get the ball rolling and get it started, we can benefit from the momentum that comes from it already being started. It's already rolling. The ball's rolling. We just need to keep it going. So the longer you wait to start the ball rolling, start the ball rolling, the kind of bigger the ball looks in your head. Have you ever had that happen with with something that you've wanted to do? You kind of put it off thinking it's going to be horrible. It's going to be terrible. And in your mind, it becomes this horrible, impossible, terrible task. And then you go to do it and it's just not nearly as bad as you thought it would be. And you realize that you spent weeks avoiding it and it turned into this thing in your head that hung over your head and felt horrible. When in reality, if you'd have just done it to begin with, it would have been off your plate and you could have enjoyed that wonderful feeling of freedom that comes having done something that you thought was going to be terrible because it's done and you can enjoy that feeling of it being done longer. Um, so there's a cost to procrastination. There's a cost. Um, you know, another <laughs> example of of this could be something simple in my house. You know, sometimes I will walk through my kitchen and I will see that the counters are covered in crumbs because my children eat along one of the counters in the morning. And sometimes they leave their crumbs behind. Well, they frequently leave their crumbs behind because usually in the morning we're heading off, getting them to school, that kind of thing. So um, what, what does it mean if I put off wiping that counter until the end of the day? It means that every time I walk through the room, I see the dirty counter versus if I wipe off that counter right away in the morning, every time I walk through the room, I actually get to enjoy the clean counter. I still put the same amount of time into that task, 
whether I wipe it at the end of the day or the beginning of the day. But the difference is that if I do it at the beginning of the day, I get to enjoy and reap the benefits of the calm order that I get to observe in my kitchen for the entire day, every time I walk through. So if I wait, if I procrastinate, there's actually a cost to that. I lose that wonderful feeling of seeing clean counters all day long. I lose that. I, I, there's an opportunity cost that I've missed. I had the opportunity to clean it early in the day and enjoy the benefits and I waited and so it cost me. There's a great return on investment that I get when I wipe the counter early in the day versus when I wipe it at the end of the day. There's a cost to that. There's a return on investment that's bigger when I do the task earlier. So, you know, this can apply to a lot of different things. Isn't there, have you noticed that if you exercise a certain time of day, you get a bigger return on that investment? If you exercise in the morning, are you the sort of person that that really turns your brain on, your productivity increases, your focus improves? Does Do a lot of things get a lot better for you if you exercise early in the day? Is that an investment that pays you back all day? Do you decrease the benefits of the exercise if you do it later in the day? Or maybe you're somebody that you come home from work and you're stressed, but you go for a walk or run and all that stress is just kind of worked out in that walk or run and then your whole evening is more relaxing. Maybe, maybe you're that kind of person. Maybe you need to do it after work. But where is it in your day that the exercise goes to give you the biggest return on your investment into that, into that exercise? This is something to think about. What what can you do to not procrastinate? What can you do to recognize that procrastination costs you instead of benefits you? Um, you know, another thing, and this goes back to the kitchen again. Um, ex- it's a different <laughs> example in the kitchen, but I, for a long time, put off. I knew I needed to organize my kitchen the drawers, the, there were places that I was storing different things. I had um, a lot of things stored in places, these things that I don't use as often that really didn't need to be in those particular spots in the kitchen. I needed to really focus the easy access cabinet real estate to being full of things I use frequently and regularly. And I knew I needed to take everything out and move everything around but I also knew that requires a little upfront time. You know, it would it required a couple hours of pulling everything out and deciding what I use most and where I needed it to be to be handier. And then moving all the things I don't use as frequently to a place that I don't go to as often. It, it required a kind of time investment that, um, so I kind of put it off. I, I procrastinated. And then when I finally did it, I put all of the things I use the most in easy to access places. I move the stuff I barely use to another place. I suddenly have so much time every single day that I've saved because I'm not searching for the stuff I really need. I'm not digging past the the weird shaped things I only use rarely for the things I use every day. I, I have easy access to everything I need when I need it. I know where it is, everything's sorted and organized. I've probably saved hours just in the last few weeks in not having to search for things and in the ease of access and quickly being able to grab what I need. Um, And I could have saved all that time if I had just done the reorganization a month sooner. But I procrastinated and it cost me a little bit. And you know what? That's okay because I can see now. I'm so glad I've done it. It's great. 
So that's another example that of something that has benefited by not procrastinating it further. If I'd waited longer, you know, who knows how long I could have kept putting it off and I would have missed out on all this ease of of cooking. And also there's this barrier to cooking that now has decreased because I know it's easy to get everything I need out. Um, so think about now, you know, another thing I want to talk about is the example um, of a frog. And you may have heard this before. Uh, Mark Twain is the one that said this. He said that if you have to eat a live frog, do it first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. So looking at what you need to do each day to improve your health and to benefit you for the long term, what are those things that are the hardest to do? What are the hardest to do if you put them off to later in the day? And go ahead and make the decision to stack those hardest to do habits in the beginning of the day. Just get them over with. Swallow your frog, so to speak. Because then not only do you finish them and you get them done. They're done. Even if they're hard, they're over with. You can enjoy the benefits of having them complete for an even longer period of every day. If you start your day off doing the hardest things first, then the rest of your day is going to be downhill, right? So don't procrastinate on those things. Each day, put the habits up front that you know will be hard. Um, put the habits that have a return on investment that's wonderful in a place in your day where you can reap the greatest reward from the investment you put into that habit. And then for the bigger tasks that will support your overall health, whether it be going shopping for workout clothes, whether it be organizing your kitchen to cook easier, whether it be um, figuring out how to meal, how to shop for meals and how to shop for Um, fresh vegetables more regularly, whatever that looks like for you, that's a time investment, figure out how to get it done so that you can go ahead and enjoy the benefits and the return on investment that comes from completing that task that you've been procrastinating on. I hope that this helps. I hope this helps you be more consistent. I hope that accepting that some things are harder and going ahead and front loading your day with those things can help you be more consistent in meeting those goals. Because the goals you meet daily and the habits you build daily and the consistency that you cultivate will reap results in the long term. I hope that's been helpful. I hope you can come back again next week for more. Thanks for tuning in. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I am not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. 
you can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on the extra helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more. Thank you.